subject tonight's uh, hour of sales power is going to be uh, how to handle the think it over objection. So we're going to just kind of concentrate just on that only tonight, Rick. Uh, Rick, I mean, would you say of the objections that people get, what percentage do you think of think really t- are really think it overs, or people use that use that as their response? And what does the word think it over really mean to a customer? You think? Uh, well, what, you know that what that means is they're really not interested in what you're uh, having to offer them. So, so, so basically, they're trying to tell you that they aren't interested, but yeah, they're, they're trying to be nice to, about it. They're trying; to, they're, too, they're too nice to tell you no. Right. And right. Uh, and you know, a lot of salespeople will lull those lull themselves into believing that that's really what's going on, and you know, put the blinders on, and uh, you know, and uh, really think that's what the customer's going to do is think it over. So they think that uh, the customer's really going to think it over, where in fact. Uh, most of those calls don't go anywhere, do they? Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Five five percent of them might really be thinking it over, <laughs> but yeah, the other ninety five percent are saying no. Yeah. Five percent <laughs> might actually do it. Right. And, and that's the funny part, isn't it? That about if five percent of those people who turn the think it overs actually do something and buy something from you, that that's enough to actually fool you into thinking this would actually work. That they actually are thinking it over, right? Right. Exactly. Right. So if eighty percent of your calls, if you're if you're close, if you're not 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 doing good in sales, and you're closing maybe 20 percent to 30 percent close rate, right? And right. Uh, out of those, out of out of the uh, 25 percent of the people, or out of 75 percent of people who are saying uh, we're going to think it over, uh, probably only five percent of those are going to say are actually ever going to say yes or going to tell you yes or no, and the rest of them right. are going to be thinking over. So 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 really, kind of like the salesperson finds himself in a state of self delusion, isn't it? It's true. Why do you think salespeople uh, choose to believe customers when they say they're going to think it over when the evidence is so stark that uh, uh, that there's uh, that they're really not going to think it over? Why would a salesperson I, actually believe this? Well, I, I think it's, it's, it's easy enough uh, to figure it out. I just don't think they know what to do about it. They uh, they get stuck on it. It's a roadblock. They don't want to feel pr- pr- um, like they're pushy or um, you know, so they just don't know what to do about it. So they kind of just uh, surrender. They kind of throw their hands up and just go along with the program, right? Right. You know, because they're going to say, you know, they can't say, well, listen, uh, you're lying to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that wouldn't work. So, um, you know, they uh, they really don't know how to handle that objection. And and, uh, and once you learn, this is probably the the biggest one, and once you can learn how to get around that, uh, then then your closing ratio is going to go a lot higher. Right. So hang on a second. I'm going to have to mute other people. You still there, Rick? I'm here. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I want to have muted people in the background. So, all right. Okay. So we're going to talk about handle how to handle different think it overs tonight. And uh, the think it overs. First, I want to kind of uh, qualify this, Rick. It's possible to eliminate think it overs to begin with, right? So, so let's, right. Yeah. Let's, let's look. Let's look at different strategies. First, the first strategy is to kill think it overs earlier in the call, and then to if you do get think it overs at the end, there's many different shades of think it over. Some are very uh, yeah, firm, some, are, some are very firm conviction that they're going to think it over, and right. some are very kind some of more soft. That, right. you know, some are real soft, like they're, they're going to ask you if they could think it over. Some people tell you they're going to think it over. So right. it's, there's different degrees of the way people respond to this, uh, or, or they respond to you when they tell you this. So first of all, right. let's go over let's go over strategies that eliminate or or make it because obviously when people are kind of sheepish or they're kind of a soft think it over. It's obviously a lot easier to handle that kind of think it over than it is when somebody's very firmly committed to thinking it over. And so the idea is if you're going to get any think it overs, 
to try to force them into a soft think it over. Therefore, right. it's easier to handle, right? Right, exactly. And even if you just got better at handling the soft ones because you recognize that they were soft, again, your closing ratio would be a lot better. Then you could work a little harder or get a little more experience and work better with the hard, um, the harder ones. So this really could be one of the best classes that uh, any, but any any salesperson could ever hope to attend is how to uh, eliminate mutual mystification at the end of a at the end of a call. Right, exactly. And and how to uh, again uh, to uh, come up with the best way to handle or eliminate these think it overs because I would say probably eighty percent of all the negative responses you get are going to be in this think it over category, wouldn't you say? Right, exactly. And you know, and I just want to say right at the onset. The best way to handle, I think, uh, I got to think about it, is not to get that in the, in the, to begin with. So, you know, through your training, I've learned to get them to commit to a commitment uh, before I even make my presentation to them. Uh-huh. So, you know, when you already have them saying that they are going to give you a yes or no, and I have them reaffirm that two or three times before I get to the point of making a presentation, and then right before I make a presentation. Uh, the, you know, the chances of not giving you a yes or no have been great, have been greatly diminished. So, this think about it doesn't come up as much now as it used to, um, because we're handling it way before uh, the uh, presentation. So, let's talk about the different places where the, you, can, you can kind of eliminate the think it over. One of one of the things you just mentioned is right before you make a presentation, or right when it's about time to make your presentation. So let's say on a, on a normal sales call for a salesperson who sells equipment. There's first the kind of convince me step to make sure this is a serious buyer and why, why do you want this stuff and and that helps too to make sure people are committed and then finding out about the competition and what they're you know what and as and as they're as they're going through these phases the customer's kind of thinking yeah why do I deal with the other guy he's not that good I mean he showed up late and things like that and, and I have heard a lot of good things about this company and now the way you're asking questions and creating a little bit more curiosity about the call uh, all kind of pushes the customer toward I, I really don't need to think about anything. I've already kind of thought about it throughout the call. I mean, so, so don't you agree, Rick, that getting the customer to kind of think it over earlier in the call is really the trick? Right, exactly. Yeah, you, you've already got everything so transparent that what you're doing and you've given them so many choices and you've helped them think about it um, throughout the process, the presentation process, that it really gets away from them their desire to want to do that. So right. I guess what you've done is you've made them want to buy from you, so they don't you don't get to think about it. Exactly, exactly. So all right, so let's talk about then how to um, get those people to uh, you know to, to, to once you get to, to, to eliminate it in the very beginning. So uh, you, you're talking about this agreement you get people to make, right, Rick? You're saying that right, right before. You're, so right about when it's time to make the presentation. Um, and here's one thing I'm going to share with you too, Rick. Do you go in, do you go into every call thinking that you're going to make a presentation on the first time through? No. Now, what I do is, I'm hoping I am, but what I'm doing is I'm finding out what the situation is with the buyer and when the buyer's going to be prepared to make a decision. And if they, uh, you know, through some different um, pointed questions, I find out they're ready to make a decision uh, at that point, uh, then I'll go ahead and give them the presentation. But if they, and I hear this all the time, especially this time of year, Joe. I mean, I really didn't... um, make a lot of presentations this week uh, because, you know, here in New England it's 75 degrees, uh, the air conditioning season is pretty much over, the heating season hasn't begun. You get a lot of people that are shopping for furnaces right now. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find, though, you know, so 
uh, when you know when are you uh, when are you having this work done? Oh, we're going to have it done at the end of the month. Well, okay. Um, is there any reason why you're not going to get it done today or right away? Oh yes, we have two other people coming or whatever reason they come up with. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So if I was to show you all the all the different options of different types of things, and you found something that you know was right in in your budget or what you thought you wanted, you wouldn't make a decision today. Oh no, no, we never make a decision the first time. Oh, that's great, good, all right. Well, I'm just here, you know, gathering on, on my facts and everything. So when can I come back when you are ready to make a decision? Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I would tell you. Now, this happens like this is like you, when, you're, when you're having this conversation. It's like right before you're making a presentation, right before you make your presentation up, right? Right, exactly. Because you, you don't want to do that kind of thing too early because then it kind of says, hey, you haven't even looked at the stuff yet. Why are you even talking about this right now, right? So, right, yeah, there's a whole other part that goes well before this. Yeah, the timing is important that people realize that when you're doing that thing you just did, that that mm-hmm. is happening right after, you know, after the convince me step, after the trouble, after the danger line, after uh, you've asked a few questions about what they would benefit from and what they think the perfect system would look like. And yeah, now it's about, about yeah that. you have to build a relationship or a rapport with them before you start getting into that kind of stuff. You can't put the cop before the horse. You have to do your investigation first, what's going on, and if they really need your services and convincing them they really need it first. Right, and and then now you get to this point where you find out what they think the process is going to go like from here. Even if you did have the right stuff, uh, you're not going to decide on this today, are you? I mean, actually, right. actually, I'll, I'll tell you what I do on that, Rick. I'll, we'll, you know, because we go back and forth on this a little bit, and right. uh, I think we're on the same page for the most part. But what I actually do is I actually go into every single sales call with the idea that it's going to be a two-call job. That I'm not right. going to do. I'm not going to do any call. I'm not going to do it on the first call. Like I, and actually. Uh, the customer has to really convince me to give them the presentation on this first call. Like they really got to be serious about making a decision, or else I'm not going to uh, give a presentation on the first call. So, so basically, I go into I go into that first call skeptical that you know what this is going to be two calls. It's going to be this first one's just going to be my first time here. I'll be back again unless somebody convinces me otherwise. And, and so, so that's kind of how I go into it. And probably you, you probably figure the same thing too, right? Yeah, I do the same thing. Just this time of year, I'm hoping <laughs> they convince me, just <laughs> right? You know, yeah, because like, you know we're trying to you know um, keep everybody busy until we start getting yeah. busy again. So, but uh, but no, I but I do expect that it is going to be, and it, and it has it's proved to have been true. I would say 90% of my uh, calls in the last week or two have been uh, two call, uh, definitely two call visits. Yeah, now, exactly. I want because the, the 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 less the calls are turnovers from techs. The more that they're competitive estimates, the more right. they're going to be. The more they're going to be two calls. Right. That's the exact reason why. You know, it's most. Of, you know, when it gets either really hot or really cold, uh, I'm doing a lot of them right away because they have no heat and no cooling. They need it right, and they're ready to make a decision then. That's like gravy. <laughs> okay. I want to make yeah, sure we realize. I just wanted to kind of emphasize this point because a lot of people think it's kind of weird. Like I had a guy who was, went to our training session in the in New York. Who said, man, the whole week, that's all I did is just go out there and find out some information. And I got, all oh, next week I got presentations. Right. So that's, so that's, no, that's normal, right, Rick? Right. It's, yeah, it's normal. Unless, of course, you're getting a lot of leads from the technicians. Yeah. And then, of course, it, it changes. But we're talking about leads pretty much this time of year in between seasons where you're getting into a lot of competitive situations. A competitive type of lead, you're going to probably figure two, two things now. Right. Uh, now, I like what you did there, Rick. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't bring the competition into it. You just asked them, you know, is there any way you could decide today? They said no because we have two mm-hmm. other people coming. So okay, that's good. Well, I'm just going to get some information then and come back when you can decide. And then, right. by the way, what day will that be? 
You know, right. And then, and then you kind of find out at that point. So what you don't want to do, I want to make sure the danger, there's a very dangerous situation that could occur here where a lot of salespeople misinterpret this. And what they say is this, here's, here's the wrong way to do it. You say something like this. You go, so, so Rick, when will all the other companies be, I mean, are you going to get some other estimates, Rick? Yes. Yeah, so, so one of those guys is going to be done because I'll come after they're done then. Well, no, I know I don't want that. I want you to know. Exactly. If you do that, you're screwed, right? Because now it's right. like, what an arrogant jackass! Why would I? Uh, why why, why, would why I is make he you so less? special? I should give him that option. Exactly. Right. So, so it sounds kind of arrogant that you know you go ahead and get your estimates. I'll come after they're all done. Uh, right. I know you're going to get. It's going to be the same result, but it's important how you phrase it, where you don't you don't mention the competition about that. You just mentioned the decision. So when can you make, instead of saying, when will the other guys be done, you're going to say, when can you make your, so you, you, know, you can't decide today, am I correct? No, I can't decide. Good, good. Well, then when can you, decide, you know, when, when do you think you will be able to decide? Well, i got two other guys coming. So when, when will that be? They'll, they'll be done and we can, uh, I mean, so you're saying you can't decide until they're, they're done? Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. So when will that be? And then you're asking right. the date. And so you're asking for when, if they can make a decision, and if they can't make a decision today, when can they make the decision? Keep it focused on the decision and not on the other companies. That's the, that's right. the key issue there. Don't you agree? That is key, absolutely. Because you can really sh- shoot yourself in the foot by. You, know, you should have told me that. It took me a long time to figure that out, and now and now you're telling me. <laughs> you probably had forty or fifty trial and error ones. On yeah, that one. yeah, it didn't work. I was doing it that way at first, and it didn't work out. And I kept on trying until I finally figured that out. Yeah. Where uh, exactly you want to get them concentrated on when they're going to make a decision and when that's going to be. Because yeah, the bottom uh, line, that, Rick, don't you think the key to eliminating the think it over is to get an agreement that when I make my presentation, I'll, I mean, bottom line here is think think about the big picture, people who are out there listening to this. The big picture way to eliminate think it overs is to make sure that everybody agrees that when you make a presentation that there will be a decision at the end of that presentation, right? Right, right. and, and we're actually, you're actually training them to make a decision when you make a presentation by right. by the way you're setting it up. You're, you know, so you are training them in a very subtle way that that here's how it goes. I make a presentation when you're ready to make a decision. Right. So and now the they know what to expect and you know what to expect. If the customer says something like this to you, Rick, and they say something like, well, can't you just give me some prices now and then uh, – you know, I was hoping you give me some prices now, and then we could think about it, and then let you know later on. I mean, yeah, I, I, I know I, I know we're not going to put it in for two weeks from now, but can't you give me some prices right now so we can have have the paperwork and think about it? I, I would say, well, you know, I I'm going to evaluate all this information and put together a presentation for you with a lot of different products, and you know, I have um, quite a few different things, and for you to try to remember those for. A couple of weeks, and it really would be bad service for me to expect you to, expect you to try to interpret all this stuff without me here to, to help you. That wouldn't be good service. Uh-huh. Well, Rick, I mean, how about this? My, you know, my wife's not here, Rick, and I just I just need to get the information so I can talk to her about it, and then we can we can talk about it together. You know, what I mean, so, so I'll, I'll you you give me the information, and I'll tell her about it, so we can talk about it then. You know, that would really be malpractice on my part if I was to have you do my job. You know, really? it's really, you know, it's not really a couple of things. It's not really your job to explain my uh, my proposal to your wife, you know. And you know what? You probably wouldn't do as good a job as me. What do you think? Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I, you know, I don't want you ruining this on me now. <laughs> you know? I think one of the ones I use at that point, too, I, say, I always say this. So go ahead, Rick. Tell me, tell me the same thing. Yeah. You, you, well, you, you know, why don't you just give me the information and uh, I'll just give it to my wife. Well, Rick. 
You know, are you are you saying are you saying you want to make my presentation to your wife? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Well, Rick, can I ask you a question? Sure. That's the funnest thing that I do is give a presentation. I mean, Rick, nothing for a, for a salesperson, you know, all the hard work of getting the numbers together and doing the engineering, that's the hard part. The fun part is to make the presentation. Now, you're not going to take the fun part away from me, are you? No, I wouldn't do that, Joe. So why don't we just come back when everybody's here and we can all have fun together. Hey, on that day, you can just tell me yes or no. It's okay. You know, I don't, I don't care right. if you tell me no. Fair okay. enough? Fair enough. So I, I think you and I talked about that one. Actually, you used that one a few times. You told me. Yeah, you know, I do, was, yeah. Uh, where you say, hey, don't take away the fun. Thing. You know, the <laughs> engineering and the pricing, that's all the drudgery of the thing. I mean, you're not going to uh, – and the fun part is the presentation. I, I love seeing people look on people's face when I make a presentation. I mean, uh, you're not going to take away that fun from me, are you? Yeah, you know, I'm married with kids. I don't get a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my God, you're good, man. That's good. Yeah, you, you, you should start. A, you ever think about working at the comedy club in Providence over there? Uh, I'd be starving. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're only funny in spurts, right? Uh, yeah, I don't like vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so basically, we want to make sure that uh, one of the first things we're going to find out is when the decision will be made, and then. We're going to tell people we'll come back in the day you're going to decide, because right now you're not ready for a decision, so let me come back on that day. So um, now now you're going to have to walk them, before you leave, you're going to have to walk them through the presentation now, right, Rick? So let's, go ahead and, right. let's go ahead and have them practice the presentation. So basically you're going to tell, tell the customer and get them to see what it feels like to make a yes or no decision, because most people don't like to say yes or no. They just want to be able to, they already have to think it over kind of as a subconscious Trance that they're in, they're right. going to say they're going to say think it over for no reason at all. Even yeah, they do like more it, of a defense system, like right? It. Right. So, 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 how do you walk them through that decision? What kind well, of what I what I do is I say to them, you know, I'm more, I'm I'm very appreciative they let me come back and make my presentation, and uh, you know, mind if I ask for a favor of you? Yeah. Sure. When I come back, if you uh, if if you don't like what I have to show show you, what are you going to say? If I don't like it, you have to show. If you don't you like it, why, why would you say that, Rick? Why would I? Why would well, I not like it? Well, just in case, you know. Just, but if, if if you didn't like what I have to show you, what would you say? Uh, I guess I'd tell you no, no. No, okay. Now, but what if you like what I had to say? Well, yeah, we go ahead and get the work done then. That's great. I appreciate that. So all I ask is when I come back in my presentation, just if you don't like what I have to say, no, and and no's fine. But yes is even better. So uh, I'll see you on the fifteenth. Good, good. Okay, good, good. Yeah, well, so uh, we'll do that. No problem. So, now, Rick, the way I just did that, where I kind of hemmed and hawed about doing the no, is, do you right. find that more indic- indicative, indicative of how customers are where they will um, where they will be it'd be tougher to get them to say no than it is to say yes at that point? Right, especially because I always do the no first, and I don't always know exactly where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but once you get them to say no, then the yes feels so much better to them. Yeah. So he has a People, better feeling to the customer, yeah. Right. Good, so good. I see that so, you walk, so you walk them through that decision, and then you're, you're ready to come back on the 15th and uh, maybe even ask them something like, you know, uh, you sure nothing is going to change? You sure you can hold off on your decision until the 15th? I mean, I, I got some special things I'm going to be doing and some uh, special programs I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, look up for you. It's like I heard the way to come back. And you got to create a little bit of curiosity there, too, and, you know, uh, tell people it's very serious because you're going to move some of your family stuff around to come back on that day. So please, uh, if, you, if there's anything you want to think of now to that you're going to cancel, let me know now. And no, 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 right. we're going to be we're going to be here. So try and to what I usually just do, I just say, you know, there's a, there's a you know, there's a, there's a 
or two weeks between now and then, you know, should I write this appointment down in pen for or should I put it in pen? Oh, yeah, put it in pen. Put it in pen. You sure? Okay. So I'm going to write down in pen here. So I'm going to be back here in, 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 and so this is a sure thing. Oh yeah, we'll be here on. Uh, we'll be here waiting for you, Rick. We can hardly wait. But All right. Don't forget, bring, don't, don't, don't forget to bring stuff on that surgical room air quality package you talked about. All right, I will. Okay. So now, <laughs> uh, now, now here's one of the smart moves I always say to try and get at least three agreements on this no, yes no decision thing. Uh, right. Now you're now you're about a half an hour before the call. Mm-hmm. What I like to do is right before you go back to the call on the 15th. Let's say you said the 15th you're going to go back there. So about right. 15 minutes before the call, I like to call the customer back up. And kind of walk them through that decision again on the phone before I even show up. Do you ever do right. that one, Rick? Yep. Yep. So, so, so how's that go when you do that? Say, hey, hi, hi, Joe. How you doing? Good, Rick. Uh, yeah, we're good. Me and my wife, uh, you know, Julia, are here waiting for you. All right, great, good. Yeah, I'm on my way. Uh, just a just a review. Um, remember we had talked about before what's going to happen tonight when I come. Yeah, uh, we're going to make a decision tonight, Rick. You told me right. yes or no, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going to make a presentation, and if you like what I have to say, if you don't like what I have to say, what are you going to say? No. And if you like it, what are you going to say? Yes, I tell you. All right, great. Not. All right, just wanted to make sure we were on the same page with that. All right, good, good. I now can't wait to not, see. I'll be there about 15 minutes. And now, we, and now Rick gets to the door, and now right. you're meeting. Now you're probably meeting the wife for the first time. You're meeting the husband for the first time because before it's probably like a one-legger. And right. Now, now you got two people there. All right. Let's make sure we pay attention to the other person now that they're aware of this decision process. Right, exactly. So now so, we're at the door and you walk in. Hey, Rick, come on in. Here's Julie. Hey, how you doing? Wife. Hi, Julie. Good. How are you? Oh, she's doing good. Good, good. And I say, you know, um, just a little review. I had a good time here with your husband. We talked about what's going on and I think I got some really good solutions for you for your for your heating and cushioning needs here. Uh, I, just to go over, I don't know if your husband told you but what's going to happen today. Did he talk to you about that? Oh yeah, he told me we're gonna make a decision today. You know, it'll be you or somebody else, apparently. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Thanks. So uh, I'm gonna make a presentation, and at the end of the presentation, if you like what I, have, if you don't like what I have to say, what are you, what are you gonna tell me? Uh, I'll tell you no. Oh great. And if you like it, hopefully, what are you gonna we'll, say? We'll go get this job done. All right. Great. And that's how, so, and so basically, now for the third time, you're walking through a yes or no decision, yes or no decision, right? I tell right. you what, hey Rick, let me ask you a question. Have you ever walked somebody through that three times and still got to think it over? Yes. <laughs> but, but, but how often? How often is it? I mean, how often? Very, is it very. Ninety-nine percent of the time, you, you you don't get it. You you don't get it. I want to think about it. Now, every once do, in a while, you get the stubborn person who who will. Now, when you do get that think it over under those conditions. Right. What, what does that think it over sound like? Does it sound like a real confident think it over, like you're it, crazy? It's very. It, it's very. I call. I would call it a soft. It's well, Rick, soft really, like, it goes like this. You know, Rick, we really like everything you had to show us. You showed us, you know, seven different options and these great packages, and there's so much here to go over. Uh, me and my wife really want to think about it. And of course, now you, you know. You, now you know the first response. Here's the first and easiest response to that one. You right. Here's what is, I right? say. Can I say what I say to that? Good. I'm like, go ahead, think about it. Okay, and then and then they might go because if it's a week, think it over, like you said. Right. So let's, let's go ahead and do it. I'll, I'll be the customer. Okay. So you go ahead. Right. So, so we're at the presentation. You you told me your presentation, and now you're telling me. So what should we do? So start with end with the what? Yes. We yeah. Do? All right. So okay. What now? Now now what should I do? Oh, Rick. Um, this looks really good. I tell you that, but. 
can we just have a little bit of time to think about this? Would you say we'll be okay? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, honey, what do you think? Um, can we take overnight, Rick? Can we, can we can we think about it like just overnight? Let me ask you a question. You know, we had an ag- agreement. You know, that after I made the presentation, that uh, what 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 were you going to do if you if you didn't like it? Uh, yeah, I know, I know. All right. We said, we said so let me ask you, which one which which one do you want to think about? Well, which one do you like, honey? Why well, you know which one I like, Joe? I know you like the best one. She likes right. the best one. I'd probably go with this one here, this one, and uh, the gold the gold one. She likes, she probably anyway, you know, if you don't have to do gold one, I have these other ones here. i got the silver and the bronze. You know, no. if, that, if, if that gold one's scaring you, look at the, this, the silver one's a good one. Why don't, why don't you take that one? No, 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 no. You know what? You know, Rick, it's, it looks really good, actually. The only thing is that, you know, I think we go with this. I'd probably go with my wife because she always chooses the best stuff and, you know, she always proves me right that it's always better to go better instead of screwing around going cheaper like that. You know, but Joe, you're a smart man. But the only thing is that we don't got the money. We just don't got the money for this. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that, that was that's my fault. Did I tell you you had to pay for all this now? We don't. No. Oh no, we have uh, uh, some uh, financing plans. Would you be interested in those? Well, sure. What do you got? We well, got 12 months no interest, no payment. I can put the whole thing in. You don't got to pay for a whole year. Oh my God! I didn't know that. Well, yeah. Let's just do the best one then. Let's just get this done. All right. Good. There you go. Very nice. So, there you go. So that one is just kind of like the first thing when somebody says they want to think it over. If it's a sheepish, if it's a sheepish one or a soft think it over, then uh, which it sounds like you know he's hemming and hawing and kind of looking. He's looking guilty or she's looking guilty because she knows she agreed three times to say yes or no, and so they 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 kind of eke it out. Like I don't suppose there's any way I could think about this, is there? Right, and you know what that really is, Joe. That I think they're really testing you. When, yeah. when, they, when they now they're testing to see if you're really going to stick to your word. You were yeah. going to hold them to yes or no, and now they're saying I'm going to think about it. This if is, you just say to them, go ahead. This, this is the first integrity test, isn't it, Rick? Right. So, so if you if so if if you say to them, all right, go ahead, think about it. I'll wait. You know what I mean? You're not letting them off the hook, and it solidifies your position with them. You know what I mean? If you just said, oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Well, you just lose all this credibility with them. You know, you went through all this building up, you were going to get a decision, and then at the end, you you uh, you cowered and left. I mean, what kind of guy is that going to show? That, you know, what kind of qualities is that to show a customer? Yeah, you know? especially, yeah, if you lied now about having to make a decision. So if you, if right. you told the customer, they got we got to make a decision, yes or no, today, and then right. you let them off the hook, and you're right. li- basically, basically you're lying right now because you told me you have to make a decision, but now you really don't have to make one. Right. Then, then what? You, then what are the odds you're going to tell the truth about anything else you're selling to somebody? And, and that's really the point. So those soft things, but it's a very easy to go over, to get over. If you just, you know, look, don't, don't. Uh, when they first tell you to think about it, don't think that they, they that they have to have a lot of time to think about it. They, it might only take thirty seconds to think about it. Right. So now, you can Rick, do. How, how important is it to remain emotionally? detached at this point so you're not buying into it like you see the customers going through a lot of pain they're racking their brow hang, holding their forehead and leaning over and you know they're looking like they're going to cry and uh, <laughs> they're going Rick is there any way at all we could get take like one more day to think about this and they do that kind of thing right. how important is it to remain emotionally detached there yeah you really have to remain emotionally detached and just realize what you're there for you're there to 
help them to make a decision on which one that's best for them. Right. So I just direct them back into the presentation and say, you know, it really wouldn't be good service for me to let you to think about this all on your on your own. So I'm here. Why don't we all think about it together? That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You know, because let's put it this way, Rick: is good service leaving the customer? And you know, if you're if you're letting customers think about it on their own, you're saying it's okay to it's okay to take the presentation and do it yourself. Right. And, and, and so, if you're telling the customer it's okay to do this part themselves, then why shouldn't they just do the whole job themselves? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like you're already demonstrating that my service sucks if I leave now. Because my service, listen, John, it wouldn't be good service to leave because, I mean, I'm, I'm a heating and air conditioning professional. We agreed to make a decision, and I am just want to I want to help you come to a conclusion. Now, Rick, I had a good one with a guy who was in New Jersey a couple weeks ago. You didn't, I didn't tell you about this one. And he was really crying, really literally starting to cry. I was a water softener thing where all the water pipes were solidified with calcium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he had a flood because of it, because what happened is that one of the tenants opened a spigot and then thought the thing didn't work and the thing broke loose and flooded the, flood the, the other uh, apartment. $18,000 in damage, right? And so mm-hmm. now I come in, I'm offering them the cheapest options for the, I'm, I'm selling a very high grade water softening system for 3200 bucks on the low end and my highest option is like 12000 for with salt service and delivery service and stuff like that for the top end. And at the bottom end, just selling the, the better water software for my, my cheapest option was you go buy one at Home Depot and I'll put it in for, uh, uh, 1500 bucks. Right. No, no guarantee though. Cause the thing I tell you right now, that one, I can, I can put no guarantee cause I know that one's no good, but I'll pipe it in right. for you if you want me to, you know? Right. Yeah. And, right. And then, and, and so he's like, he's like, I don't want to do that. I'm not to eliminate the bottom one. He goes, Man, I just need some time to think. I, you know, I got eighteen thousand dollars. I got to see if the insurance company is going to cover all these different things. He shows I mean, I go. And, and here's the thing, though. We were we were referred by another customer to get to this customer, mm-hmm. and I, and I said to him this. I said, Frank, I said I simply can't leave here until you come to a conclusion on this. I said, here's why. I said we had Karen and John from down the street there who who referred us. Imagine the kind of service I would be showing them. I'm doing. If they referred us to you, and then we couldn't come to some kind of conclusion, yes or no, on this thing. Mm-hmm. Let's face it: the house is sh- the water shut off in the house. You want to get the stuff done. You want to get the water back on, right? I mean, I, I can't see leaving here. It would be bad service to leave here. And then, what are the people? You know, what are we, what are we both going to tell the people who uh, referred me to you? I mean, we're going to tell them that we didn't complete this job. All right. I want to work out something. It's like the boat is. Uh, it's like the boat's. Um, uh, thinking, and I let you think. I didn't do anything to help you out here. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be, wouldn't be. And so the guy goes. He immediately goes. Yeah, you're right. We can't go back to them and tell them that we didn't do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes. He goes. Yeah, we can't go back to Karen and John and tell them that. Right, yeah. yeah. That's what's going to happen. And they're going to be mad at me because I didn't help you out with this. I said, yeah, I didn't help. give you good service. I, so I just I, sat you know, down and so I just sat down and folded my arms. I said, listen, Frank. You want to get a glass of water or something? Let's just work this out. Let's just, let's just work it out, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you with no water here today. There's no way I can leave you like this. And then that turned the tide. He's like, man, this guy, he's, he's, this guy's got. And he even told me later on, like, I went, actually, I went to the bathroom. I was with a different guy, and he told the guy behind my back. When I went to the bathroom. He goes, man, that guy's got integrity. He, he, he wow. Just, <laughs> that's what he told me. He goes, <laughs> he goes, man, what's his name, Joe? He goes, yeah, he's got integrity, man. He, you know, he's, he's not gonna, he, he won't leave me unless they get this thing fixed. That's. I never had service like that before. That's what he told. That's what he told him. And that's and, the and, truth. That's, and that's the truth, isn't it? That, that right. I hung in there. I didn't. I didn't cower. I didn't leave. I, right. I just, I just. Yeah. Actually, here it is. I look at like if you leave this in a state of no decision, 
after you just agreed to get a decision three times, you are uh, dis- you're displaying your dysfunctionality to the highest level, and so you don't deserve the sale. I, I hope right. somebody else gets that sale from you now because right. they deserve it. they deserve it more than you do. Because they never, you know why? Because you agreed to get the decision, you're not getting it. At least the other company never even agreed to get the decision. So if they do get one, then God bless them, they deserve that. That's why I look right. at it like. You know, so, so okay, so the soft think it over is easy. It's just yeah, go ahead, think about it. Yeah, go ahead, take some time, yeah. think about it. I'll, I'll hang, I'll, I'll wait here. I got plenty of time. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> right, yeah. And they're like, well, can we do it by ourselves? And then you say, well, John, how would that be good service to let you? I mean, I'm the heating air conditioning professional. I mean, let me help out here. I mean, which which one are you? It's like what you did there. Like, which one are you even thinking about? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Like, which one are you? Which one are you looking at? I mean, the top one. You're not interested in the top one, right? So one of the things I try and do with this one maybe is eliminate the top one. I would right. say, like, that's the top one. Why just get rid of that one, John? That's not going to be your or Frank. Let's get rid of that top one. Now, obviously, you're not doing that. That's twelve thousand dollars. Let's just forget that one. And right. sometimes you could agree, and sometimes you could disagree. No, actually, I like that one, Rick. Really, right. what do you like about that? So, second, the customer lands on something. The next thing you say is what? What do you like? Yeah. What do you What do you like about that? Yeah, exactly. So I say, well, actually, I do like that third one, Rick. And okay. What do you say, like about that? Yeah, I like that uh, five-year warranty. I could live with the one-year service. I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, great. So, what should I do now? Yeah, let's go get the job done. Let's get this work done. That's All right. it, right? You're done. You close yeah. it. Now right. let's talk about. Now, now there's so that's a thought that's a soft think it over. Right. Now we got the neutral and the negative think it over. I call it right. Right. Here's what, here's what the here's what the neutral think it over sounds like. Rick, you go ahead and be the salesperson. Tell me, you know, so what should we do? So what should we do? Oh, Rick, I tell you what, uh, leave the information behind. My wife and I are going to think about it. Uh, we got to go. We got soccer practice and stuff like that right now, anyway. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, you know think about this, and we'll give you a call back sometime in the future. Right. <laughs> that, that's that's your negative thing. That, that's your, right, that's your yeah, neutral. negative one. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. kind of like it's kind of actually negative, but it's what do you call it? Like they never told you about soccer practice. All of a sudden, it has appeared. Yeah, I'll say and, it just and, came up. Uh, yeah, all yeah. That, all that kind of stuff is now going yeah. on. You know, if they liked it, they would screw soccer practice. We're buying a furnace and air conditioning unit, right? Right, and, right. And, and so neutral is really negative, although it's kind of like it's kind of like negative with the uh, the the, the uh, lid on the pot. You know, it's like right. they, haven't blo- they haven't blown their lid, but they're uh, it's simmering very and very high heat, isn't it? Right. You can feel the now, you can, feel, you can I, feel the negativity, right? Now, right. That, let's, that, yeah. And now go let's ahead. go on to let's go on to the negative one. Let's go, let's hear how the negative one sounds, Rick. Now you go ahead and tell me. You be the salesperson again. I'll do that. And I'll do the negative one. Go ahead. I'm like, well, we thank you. You put a lot of work in this. We appreciate it, but we have got a lot of things going on, and uh, we're gonna think about it. and We'll give you a call next week. That, that's your neutral one, okay? Now you right. be the salesperson. I'll be the negative one. You go ahead. Okay. So you tell me what should we do? Yeah. What 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 should we do? Sorry, Rick. I got you off on the tangent there. So okay, yeah. try it again. Here we go. Good. You try it. All right. What should we do? What What should we do? Jesus Christ, Rick! These prices are nuts. Are you kidding me? You got to be nuts. Twenty four thousand dollars. You know you're way higher than everybody else, don't you? This yes, is crazy. I do. I, I am. I tell you what, Rick. Yeah. I tell you what. Leave the stuff here. We're going to think about it. We'll give you a call back some more time in the future. Now, that's the negative one right there, right? Where they, right, yep. They, they actually insult you. Say right. you're crazy, you're nuts, you're way higher than everybody else, but go ahead and leave it anyway. Right. Right, right. yeah, and, exactly. And then uh, leave, leave it here anyway. Right. What, they're try- what they're trying to do is intimidate you like you're, like you're not very sophisticated and you're actually going to leave it now. 
Right. And the, the truth is, you're not going to leave it, are you, Rick? No, I'm not. No, see, what, what I do with that, I do, I do a hard backpedaling. As far as I, um, I say, you know, let's face it. Uh, if I was to guess, um, you know, there's really no reason for me to leave it here because this deal's all over. It's all done with it. It looks like we're not going to be doing any business at all, are we? Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I you know we've got to get something done here. Well, you know, we had we had a, a commitment that we would make a decision, yes or no. And now I'm getting to think about it. So can I ask you a question? Sure. What did I do in my presentation? You were all excited about my presentation before. Now I made the presentation, and now I can see that uh, you're not excited about it at all. So what did I do to make you feel as though you, that you didn't want that you had to think about it? Well, it's not you, Rick. Uh, you did a great job. I mean, you're, you're, you're a real professional. I could tell that. Just that, you know, this is way more. I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you that these prices are a lot more than I thought they were going to be. All right. Well, we, you know, we don't have to look at that that top one. How about this uh, this 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 middle one? Are these, is there any of them here that you like? Well, I don't want to go with the cheap ones. I don't like that. I mean, you're right. If we're going to do it, we might as well do it right. Um, right. So if I had to do something, I'd probably do that third one. All right. So what? So what should I do? Let's go ahead and do that third one. Let's do it. All right. Great. And that's it. Okay. So sometimes that's, that's it. all it takes, right, Rick? That's all it takes. Let's try it again. Let's try it one more time. Now, this time, sure. you, be, you be the negative one. You be a negative guy. I'll be the salesperson. I'll tell you how I would do it. I'll, 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 we'll do another sample of it, and I'll do, I'll do the sample this time. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay. So, so Rick, what should we do? Are you crazy? Look at these prices. I mean, uh, I, this is a lot more than we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be a lot less than this. And, well, you know, why don't you just leave the stuff here? Me and my, me and my wife will we'll look at it, and we'll give you a call. Well, Rick, can I just call timeout right now for a second? Okay. Can we, can we just stop for a second here? Sure. Now, based on based on your reaction right now, Rick, I would have to say that you're not going to do anything. Am I correct? I mean, you you have no interest. Just just confirm that of the six options here, that there's nothing at all you're interested in. Am I correct about that? No, Joe. I wouldn't say that. Like which one we talk? Like really? Because I I can't see it at all. I mean, you practically screamed at me and uh, said I'm crazy and the prices are high and things like that. I mean. Which one are you interested in? I don't get it then. I mean, I don't understand. Which one Which one are you looking at then? Well, you know, that top one there, we're not going to be living in the house for that like, longer. That That's $20,000. That's crazy. But, you know, didn't but I, now, Rick, Rick, didn't I tell you that one would be too much money? Didn't I say that one? Yeah, I, I, made the yeah I know. I, so I know. You're right. So, Rick, why are, we even, why are you so focused on that one? Well, all right. I, there's this one over here, this, this second one up from the bottom. Are you sure? The, well, what's so good about that one? Well, it's got the better equipment. It's got the two stage instead of that cheap one, the economy model. I don't want the economy stuff. I, you know, believe it or not, I'm not that bad of a guy. I don't want to leave junk to the people I sell the house to. Okay. So uh, I, that, that's good for us. I, I'll take that one. Are you sure? Because I do have the cheap one. You're not. You don't want to go to the cheap one. No. I, do I look like the kind of guy that goes cheap and stuff? No, I wouldn't say that. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure you knew you had a choice. You know, because a lot of people feel like. Uh, like they didn't have a cheaper choice. I'm sure you know. No, I want that one. I, I want yeah, that. Yeah. Now, now, Rick, you understand that. Now you know that. I used the word cheaper there because I did right. want them to buy that one, right? Right. Let's <laughs> say that the customer said that they're all too much money. Hmm. Go, ahead, go ahead and try that one. Say, so, so I mean, he goes. I like the. I like if I had to go with one, I go at the bottom. But they're all too much. Tell me that real quick. Yeah, I. I you know, I like them all, but they're, they're but they're all too much. I just can't afford that. Well, Rick, do me a favor. One more one thing here. 
at least take a look at the economical two on the, the the more economical ones on the bottom, the two on the bottom. There, take a look at those. See what you think. If you had to choose one of those, which one would it be? If you so one up from the bottom, one, yeah. You would do that one. What's yeah. so good about that one? Well, it's not the economy one, but it's still a lot cheaper than those other ones you showed me. Yeah, it's definitely more economical, no doubt about it. So what I did there is I repackaged it from cheap now because you said everything is too much money. Now right. I called the now, now I just say, hey, hang on for a second. Let's at least let's at least try and resurrect the bottom ones, right? And right, now right, I, exactly. Now, yeah. now, now instead of calling it cheap, I call it more economical. So when you don't want to sell something because it's because it's lower or it's not good. You can remember, Rick, I told you one time, Rick, I said, yeah, even put the thing you're not going to sell at the bottom, the thing that's so crappy you would never put it in. Right. And put and put it and just put like a thing on there saying, uh, you know, Band-Aid, Band-Aid system. Or, and, then say, right. and then say something like, if manager, with manager approval, I'm not sure if they'll right, right, it. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and the reason you do that is because people are like, what's that one? It's like, well, that's like everybody else does. But my, my, my manager is so uh, against putting it in now because we have so many problems with it that we don't want to really do it. But I could I could go to bat for you and see if he'd let me do it. I'm not sure if he will. Right. On that cheap on that on that uh, band-aid one. So the right. bottom line is that when you do want to sell lower one because you want to get something, then you go you call it more economical as opposed to calling it cheap. So right. So every every so I did when, when the customer is negative or neutral, one of the smart moves of selling I would call it. And this may this may be the most valuable class any of you salespeople are ever, have ever heard out there today. If you can just get this one thing going into the next two weeks of uh, September here, where it's going to be, uh, you know, probably it's going to still be slow a little bit before you know for, for the for the before we get to the you know hot, hot, the heavy heavy part of the season, and that is to when a customer is negative or neutral, tell them really, John. I mean, why should, why would you want to take the paper and think about it? There's nothing. I mean, I just want to confirm you have no interest in this based on your reaction you have. I have to say, I saw the look in your eyes, John. No way you're even thinking about this, right? There's nothing you're, you're thinking about. Why, why, why do you want to, why, why do you want the paper? Right. And then they're going to say, no, no, I like some of them. Well, like which one? And there you are, you're back in. And as soon as they you're say that in. third one, third one, then it's like, yeah, well, what's so good about that? Right. And there you go. So good, good, huh? Yeah, very good stuff. Well, I tell you what, I, I every, every single time I, I go on a call, I presume that I will get this think it over because for me it used to be the hardest thing I used to handle now right. it's actually now it's actually the easiest thing I handle because I handle it like you said Rick I handle it before that I make a presentation and uh, in the, the only time I suffer on this one is if I somehow neglect to do what you said that you should do which is to get that agreement before you make that presentation a couple times right it makes it a lot easier to deal with if you get that commitment up front it's, it's difficult to deal with if you don't get that commitment yeah, and when you get that commitment, you got to see how strong does that commitment sound when I'm getting it too, right, Rick? Because haven't right. you gotten an agreement, but you knew it wasn't very solid? Right, and then, and that's and and you and you got to you know whenever that yellow flag goes up, you just got to stop and say, well, okay, hold on, wait a second, can I ask you a question? You know, it doesn't really sound too committed to the process here. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, I guess so. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, it's like, somebody it's, says, yeah, I guess we can tell you no. Yeah, I guess right. we can hold off till two weeks from now. Right. And it's like, it's and like, like well, it, John, John, you can say something like, well, John, hang on for a second. I mean, you know, it, it sounds like I'm pulling teeth here to get you to do this. I mean, right. uh, if you don't want to do it, just tell me no right now. But if you don't want to even do it now, just tell me it's over right now. Don't 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 make me don't schedule an appointment. That's right. what I tell people too. I, I'll tell them, listen, if you don't want to, if you're not going to gladly agree to this, then let's uh, just not do it at all. Let's just let's just forget the whole thing. Right. 
And, and what, does the, what does the customer think when a salesman says, you know, let's just forget the whole thing if you're not going to, if you don't want to do it this way. If you don't want to go this route, then just, you know, choose somebody else. It's okay. Right. It, what kind it, of credibility do you feel, have when it, you say that? Absolutely, tons of credibility. And, you know, it, it makes it makes the customer feel like uh, you don't really, not so much you don't need their business step, but, you know, if, if makes them feel comfortable that if this arrangement is going to be beneficial for the both of you, then you don't want to enter into it. That's right, that, that, that you have enough credibility to say that, you, that when you're not a fit. And one of the things I try and do throughout the call, I t- I'll tell a customer when they're talking about going cheap and things like that, I'll say, listen, John, if any time I think that you and I are both not going to be a fit, I'm, I'm going to tell you no, okay? And if you, anytime you see it, please tell me no, too, okay? Right. And I, I let people know throughout the call that that's okay to tell me no anytime you want. And when I do that, it, make, it instantly raises my credibility because people are going, man, this guy is willing to tell me no. He must be great. Right. You know, and this, this happened to me. I'll I tell you a quick story. Is I did I sold a $10,000 job a couple uh-huh. of weeks ago, a replacement job. And uh-huh. as I'm doing the financing paperwork, as I signed the paperwork, the husband said, Oh, look, there's a three-day cancellation thing there. Uh-huh. He, he said that. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I, and I said to him, I almost glossed it over. And I, said, I stopped and said, well, wait a second. I noticed you mentioned something about the, about the three-day cancellation. You know, you don't have to wait three days. You can cancel right now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you know, that's good. Yeah, yeah. He said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I kind of get the feeling when you said that that you were thinking about canceling. I mean, if you think, are you thinking about canceling? I mean, should I should we do this deal? Or I mean, I'm not comfortable doing this deal now. I I think we should stop. Maybe I should tear this up. He uh-huh. says, No, 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 no. I just thought I didn't. You know, I didn't know. I just saw that there. It said in big red letters, three day cancellation. We can cancel some three days if we change our mind. I'm like, Yeah, but why do you need three days? I mean, if if you're thinking that way now, I I give me that. I tried to take the paper out of his hand. He wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> no, he wouldn't give it to you. They wouldn't give it to me. I said, All right. I just want to make sure because you know I don't want. I'm not going to go forward with this unless I feel you're comfortable with what we're doing. Uh-huh. Well, the end of the story is the technician that was doing the installation told me, the wife told him that the husband was going to cancel, but after I did that, he felt he couldn't. Oh, my God. Yeah, the husband didn't want the variable speed furnace in the air conditioning. The wife did. I get you. I get you. <laughs> That's so, funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so the technician told me, yeah, she, she told me he was going to cancel, but but you did something to make the husband feel like he couldn't. The technician was asking what I did. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so so that's the, I guess that shows it right there that when, whenever you hear that uncertainty, that's the time to handle the objection. Don't wait till the end. So many people are right. so afraid to lose the sale, but let's face it, you're going to lose it anyway. You might as well lose and it. I would have lost that sale. I know. He, after I left, you know, he didn't even like AC. She wanted it. She, you know, she worked from home. He doesn't. Um, anytime you see those yellow flags, I call them, or red flags are even worse. If you just gloss them over and keep on going forward, what you're going to do, they're going to come back and they're going to bite you. All you know, right. Also, when you approach them right away, the customer feels like you're listening to them mm-hmm. You listen and, and that you care about, what, about the, what they have to say. And All I right. do listen to them care what they have to say. So it's, uh, you want to defuse that bomb, also it's going to blow up on you later. Yeah, I would say you're a technician. You're a bomb technician. That's right. <laughs> Try and defuse the bomb now while it's still small. Otherwise, right. you might it might have a big atom bomb in your hand later right on. You can't defuse right. it at all. So, well, Rick, mm-hmm. it sounds like you've become quite a good salesman. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm working at it. You know, I I still have a long way to go, and I'm I'm working on it every day. And I get a lot of tutoring from you. So, so someday so I hope hit, to be a great salesman. Have you hit the four million dollar mark for the year yet so far? I mean, so I'm, re- I'm close. 
I'm you're knocking on the door. You're knocking on the door of the four million mark right now. Yeah, I took two weeks off. It kind of hurt me. I killed you. Um, yeah, it killed me. Kind of well, blew you, me off the schedule. I'm so close though. Try and do the, so to go to six million, you're gonna have to do the uh, uh, two more million or two, a little bit over two million in uh, in next three next three and a half months, something like that, huh? Yeah, I could I can do it though. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah you know what? When you when you when Rick Picari puts his mind to something, uh, it always it gets done, doesn't it? I always like to say I'm gonna try, and you always say to me. The Yoda thing. There is no try. There's, There's no try. Do. There's just do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Anybody who's online who wants to email or put some questions into the uh, on the webcast, they want to go ahead and enter some questions. Uh, I know I got Ken Caldwell and Michael Curtis from Florida. So hey, there's a there's one of your friends from Florida, Rick. Uh, I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure where Palat Palatka Palatka Florida. Where the heck is that? You've heard of that one, Rick? No. I didn't hear of it either, but uh, I'm sure it's a very lovely place because just pretty much all Florida is pretty lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I like Florida. Yeah, yeah I know you do. So, uh, and uh, hey, nothing. No, it could be worse. I mean, living in Florida, could, there could be worse things to do than that. So, that's true. Uh, yeah, it, especially it, when you live in New England. No, New England's not. That's a beautiful place too. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so anyway, we got uh, any anybody who's got any questions. I'm gonna open, I'm gonna go ahead and unmute the callers now. Anybody who's on the line. Uh, hang on for a second. I'm going to let you talk. All right. Any of you guys who are on the telephone line want to ask a few questions or make any comments about the call tonight? Anything you want to say? Who, who's out here today? Anybody? We got uh, Ray. Ray's still here in Los Angeles. Ray MacArthur. Yeah, I think you guys did an outstanding job. I, I really, I really did. You hit a lot of good points, and um, you know, period. And so it is. It, the presentation is everything. But like you're saying, the confidence, you can't back off because you back off. It's just, I can't even, it was just excellent. You, you well, i tell you what, I think the, a lot of notes. And, I, think the uh, I think the pace means everything, doesn't it, Rick? Doesn't, doesn't the, yeah. I, and when you get, when you get to the point where you make that presentation, Ray, the pace means, the pace and confidence and poise. I mean, you guys have watched some football, any kind of football games. What does it look like when you got, I mean, you're from Southern California, right? So, so you know when you got the Matt Leinart, you know when he look, he drops back to pass, man. He looks like he looks confident and uh, poised. Even when the rush is on, he knows how to sidestep people and uh, he just hangs in there, right? And just like you, when the rush is on, you got to be poised. And your poise tells the competition something. It tells it tells the co- customer something too. That man, this guy's not going to go down easy. He's going to be uh, difficult to take him down. When you when you start looking down and shuffling your feet and acting like you're not confident and uh, you don't come back right away with with a uh, with something that sounds confident, then you are definitely going to uh, suffer in the because cust- the customer sees the the blood in the water, right, Rick? Right. And I, I I like to think of it as I, I think my demeanor with a customer is much different than on a class on a phone call. But I think what I, I look at a lot of times is I'm politely bold. Um, That's a good way. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be um, negative or you don't want to be. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, upset the customer because you know, it's your responsibility to keep the customer calm and not keep them upset. But right. it is your, also your job to make sure that this call comes to a conclusion and that, let's face it, the, co- the company has paid you to get a result for this call, yes or no. I mean, the, co- the, right. company, doesn't mind, the company doesn't mind if you get a no, but they do mind if they paid for you to go out there and do a call and now and they got the advertising they paid to make the call happen, but now there's no result. Right. There's no good, no, no yes or no. So, 
because you don't learn from that, right? You can't you can't learn from your decision that never was made. If a decision was no, you can find out why it was no. Like, what did I do not to create enough value? I know I know my services are worth it. So what did I do wrong to not make it seem valuable enough? If it's a yes, you learn what you did right because you can ask the customer, "Hey, John, what were the words that I used that made you want to go with this one?" Right? You can find out what if you can learn from yes or no, but you can't learn from think it over. And that's why think it over is the killer of salespeople because it's just the most dysfunctional outcome to any call. It's what, it's what I call mutual mystification, which is mean that uh, nobody knows what the hell's happening next. Right. Sitting there. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the contractor has paid for the call to happen. They probably even paid for the salesperson to go out there. And uh, and I tell you what, it doesn't feel good to be the employee who doesn't come up, come back with a conclusion. And it doesn't feel good to be the contractor who paid for all of it either. Right. And I don't think it feels good for the customer either, to be honest with you. No. No, I, you know, I, I did a lot of work at my house over the last few months uh, redoing it all. Mm-hmm. And it's a pain to get estimates and deal with those people. You know, I'm such a bad buyer that I bought from the first person that showed up and gave me a price I thought was good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I got one price on everything. I can't be bothered, you know. Yeah. Um so whoever just showed up and, and made a good presentation and and, I, and it was around the price I thought it was, should have been, I just went with them. That was it. And then yeah. most people are, are more people that way than we know. They don't really yeah. want to get out, get all these different quotes. Yeah, I, you know, don't, we, you find, don't you find Rick that most uh, the most people like when they say th- I want to think it over, I want to ask my wife or something like that. That's kind right. of just a subconscious response. That's really not even uh, right. They, yeah, they, they don't really mean it. They just uh, they just say it because they because they. It's almost yeah. They feel like they were, that, they that's what they were going to say. It. They were going to say it, and they didn't even know why they were going to say it. Right. If this guy would just talk me into this, I want to get this over with. Is really what they're thinking. You know, yeah. I can't tell you how many times people have told me that uh, that they weren't going to do the work today. You know, make a decision today, and I'm leaving with the check. Oh yeah, exactly. So I mean, all the time, every day. You know, so people don't really want to be bothered taking their time getting all these different estimates. But you have to help them to see that you're the that they should be making a decision with you, and go you know and saving them all the trouble if you can. Yeah, it's your job. It's your job to make that happen, not the customer's job to sell themselves, right? So right. Uh, that's a that's a very good point, Rick. All right, good. Well, Ray, thanks for hanging in there for the whole call. And I, you know, I tell you what, it shows a lot of dedication on your part, Ray, to hang in there at. Uh, I know it's only six o'clock in Los Angeles, and Rick, what time? It's pretty late by you. It's like almost nine nine o'clock, right? Nine o'clock, yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's even more dedicated. But you know, <laughs> but you're always willing to do me a favor, and I, Rick, I got to tell you something. I really appreciate all you've done for me because uh, you know uh, I, I'm, I tell you what, not a day not a day goes by where I don't realize how good of a friend I have and how good of a uh, colleague I have, and you, and that you would spend this time on the phone uh, and just uh, tr- want to help out other people and things like that. It really means a lot to me, and I, I want to tell you I appreciate that too. Well, I, hey, I, I, I believe me, I, I love. Uh, getting on the phone and talking about stuff because it re-energizes me and keeps me fresh. Like this cheap and economy thing, I hadn't been using that. I'm going to use that. So I learn something all the time, you know. And the fact that you rose my uh, closing ratio from 40 to 80 or 75, 80% makes me feel like I kind of owe it to you, <laughs> Joe. Oh, no. Well, I think, it's, I think the favor's been paid back already, uh, you know, tenfold. But anyway, th- thanks anyway for doing it. Is there anybody else on the phone or who's on the Internet on the webcast who wants to either write a question in or – do they want to uh, just pick up the phone and uh, ask another question or make any comments? Anybody else out there on the, hey, on the phone lines? Yeah. Don Richard, Beller Engineering out here in Maryland. Hi, Hi Don. Hey, How are you um, doing, buddy? Very well, very well. Thank you. 
Hey, um, do they ever do customers uh, ever feel as as if they're getting set up with this? If you're going to give me a yes or you're going to give me a no, do they kind of smell that that they're getting set up? Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Rick, what do you think of that? I mean, is it, is it something that's unfair? To ask the customer to come to a conclusion of this thing, what do you think of that? Not really. And again, times, I think, you know, I, I, you so. yeah, I think it's all in the way you do it. If you go in, there, if you go in there that forward, and I think Joe made the point earlier, it's very important. If you go in there and say, "Listen, all right, I'm only going to come back when everybody makes a decision," it's different than asking them. So, when are you going to make a decision? Or, or you know, when? When? Are, and if you're not ready now, when are you going to be ready? Get them to make it feel like it, it's on their schedule. You know I, mean? I, think, I think the key, Don, is to kind of triangulate it. You can't, you can't ask – where, where people get burned on this, Don, is when they go too direct. Like they go, right. uh, I'll tell you what, John, you go ahead and get your estimates, and I'll, come in, I'll be the last guy in, and we'll give you my price done. Now you're screwed. I guarantee right. that will not work. Like I said yeah, before, that is, yeah. the way to, that is the way to kill yourself. Right. But, if, but if you do the thing where you say – now, now, Don, if, if I, let me ask you a question. You're not going to make a decision on this today, right? Anytime, or are you making? Are, are you hoping to make a decision on this today? No way, right? Right. And, and the customers either going to agree, or they're going to disagree. They're going to say, "No, actually, Joe, I'd like to go ahead and get this over with tonight." Oh, so you're saying you make a decision tonight, then? Yeah, definitely. Let's get this. That's what you're here for. I want to buy a furnace. Yeah, it's okay. Clear okay. Clear well, good. Good. I mean, so, so that's. Well, you surprised me, but okay. I'll just I'll hang in here and we'll go ahead and get it done. Then I'll go ahead and. Uh, so you're saying if I make if I make a presentation, you, you're free. You're going to be feel free enough. You're going to feel free to tell me yes or no. You're not going to feel uncomfortable telling me uh, yes or no. Then, and no, no, I, that's what you, that's what you're here for, man. Don't don't be afraid to you know. Joe, and and I mean, that that happens. That's, it is. People are going to be it like. It does happen. Yeah. You know, don't be so. Uh, hey, Joe, that, that's what you're here for, man. That's why I brought you out here. So so if that happens, then you're you're in now. Right. If it if it happens where they're going, no, we're, no way we're doing this today. You're right. There's no way we're doing it. I said, I didn't think so. Oh, good. At least we're on the same page. Because I didn't think so either. I didn't. I, I, if I had to guess, I, I kind of knew. I kind of knew based on the way you were kind of uh, talking that you weren't going to make a decision today. So good. We're, we're just we're on the same page. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come back on, on a day. I'm going to go ahead and sharpen my pencil. You know, work out some good values for you. And I got the I got some special packages I'm going to work out for some air quality and whatnot that you talked about. So I'm going to make sure I work that out too. And uh, I'll just come back uh, when you're ready to come to a conclusion on this thing. So, so when, so when, when's that going to be? You're going to have. You said, you said, you said the other, the other guys are coming, and uh, you can't, you can't do, you can't make your decision till then. So, when will that be? You think? When will that be done? And they're going to say, well, the other guys are going to come next week. So, uh, so you can't make a decision till they're done. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, what day would be good to come back then and do this? And then they'll tell you probably Friday or something like that or Thursday. Now, now you say something like now you say something like so you're going to be confident that they'll have their their numbers in. So, so Don, what happens if they, if they don't have their numbers in? You're going to be okay with making a decision decision when I come back because I don't mind making a second trip. I just want to make sure when I make a second trip that we're going to be uh, coming to coming to an end with this thing. Does that make right. sense? A lot smoother asking for the decision than a yes or a no. You know? exactly. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. exactly. Now, yeah. now you can do the yes or no thing. After you're going to come back, so at the end, now after that, now you say, Don, you go, all right. Well, I guess I'll just come back on Tuesday. Now I'm going to move some stuff around. I'm going to be back on Friday at uh, you said 4:30, and you and you and Julie will be here. All right. So now, Don, when I when I do come back, like I guess I don't mind making that second trip out here, but we're going to make we're going to come to a conclusion, which means that it's going to be a no or a yes. So Don, if I do give you some options, let's say you hate let's say you hate everything I'm going to do. Let's say I give you six options, you just don't like them, or, or you like the other guys better. 
what, what, what would you tell me at that point? Right. I'll tell no, you no, no, I'll tell you no, Joe. Okay, good. And if you do like it, well, what would happen then? No, yes. Okay, that's answer. all I asked for. It's okay to tell me no. It's okay to tell me yes. You know, so the bottom line, Don, I don't think it's unfair for you to ask for um, a conclusion. And that's why you got to think in your mind that it would be dysfunctional for you to come back and not get a conclusion, you know, for, for both you and the customer. Because I always tell the customer, here's what I tell them. I say, if you, let's say you're still hesitant. I'd say, I'd say no, hang on, Don. Now, let's say, let's say I come back, I don't get a decision. You know what's going to happen then, don't you? He goes, what? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to follow up on your voicemail and become like a mosquito. I'll be like a pest. I'm going to be calling you like every other day, and you're going to be avoiding my phone calls. You're going to say, when's this guy ever going to stop calling me? I'm never going to stop. I even wind up showing up at your house one night when the furnace is being put in or the AC was put in already. That's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody, wouldn't it be? <laughs> you're like, yeah, it would be. So just don't be afraid to tell me if it's over, okay? I mean, it's okay. I mean, I've got plenty of opportunities, and you know, this one's important to me, but I want to make sure you realize that you know, you're free. To, this is, my customers are always free to tell me yes or no, so I'll make sure you have that same, that you understand you have that same freedom that all, all my customers have. And so, so those, are, those are some pretty smooth words, I think, but they are uh, true. Those words are true words, and that's the uh, that's the fact. I don't feel like I'm manipulating people. I just feel like I'm uh, helping people come to. You're being, uh, more, you're being more functional, more honest about the whole yeah. process, yeah. and you're helping them be more honest. You're not making them have a lie to you. Yeah, exactly. You're stopping the the thing where you're going to, uh, you know, make people not uh, feel free to tell you the truth. And nothing feels worse than a cu- than you kind of force the customer to lie to you because yeah. you didn't, uh, you know, because you you weren't you didn't come to this uh, help help the customer realize that there's going to be have to be a conclusion to this. And it's okay if your conclusion is uh, is no. I mean, it's it's normal to not buy from me. Not, not everybody does, right? I mean, uh, you can uh, you can certainly feel comfortable to tell me no. I feel, I feel fine with that. I'm not. Uh, I, there's no way I know I'm no way I'm thinking I'm gonna get a hundred percent close rate, you know. And right. so it's okay. It's okay. If you, everybody's like, man, this guy is just so. You know what it is? People are like, God, this guy's functional. Where right. the hell? Is, you know, where the hell? Where the hell do they make people like that from? I can't even. <laughs> I, I never even seen anybody like that before. It's crazy. It's crazy how functional he is, you know. And so uh, the customer's gonna be like, you know, man, I just never. I never seen anything like this before. And, and you know what? And that right there speaks volumes, Don. Because how much money do you spend, Don? Trying to market your company and show how different you are than the competition. Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Exactly. And so, if I can do it in a couple sentences, doesn't that make it easier for everybody? Yeah, I think it's a lot smoother to getting that yes or no crystal clear in the customer's mind that you're fine with that, but then asking for a decision on their part because they the only decision they're going to make is yes or no. You know. So. Yeah, we're, and we're okay with it. We're okay with it. No, I guess that's the thing is that most salespeople are so, so afraid to realize that there could be a no here or that they don't want to hear the no myself i revel in a no i I kind of i'm kind of a masochist because i go on every call expecting to get a no on my very first you know what i give you six options there's going to be five no's on every single call (laughs) only one yes (laughs) right right rick right there's only going to be one there's going to be one yes there's going to be definitely five i'm going to definitely hear no at least five times on five things i'm doing and one of them is going to be yes and uh and that's okay by me, and so I'm fine with that. But the bottom line is that I think that's what a lot of people make a mistake is they don't they don't they they predict they they try to project that that they're afraid that that they think they're going to lose something that they never had to begin with, right, Rick? Right. That they all they they deluded themselves into thinking that they've actually got something they never had to start with. So right, and that that's the key. All right, well, does that answer for you, Don? Is that uh, cleared yeah, up for us? Absolutely. So I don't, I don't, absolutely. 
and probably for your people more more than you even because I'm sure they're probably right. asking you those kind of questions and they probably challenge you on that stuff like Don you can't force people into a freaking decision like that you know and you're not forcing anybody you're just helping them come to that path it's just a path you're helping them down that's all right exactly. it's, it's probably it's probably not you more or less it's probably the people that would be out there in the front lines telling you how it can't be done right oh yeah. <laughs> and Rick, hey, believe me, Rick, you told me it couldn't be done too, right? Remember when I first met you? Right. You were like the biggest disbeliever of all. Absolutely. Oh, no, you got to use the brand name, Joe. You can't... Uh, yeah, you got to use the CA rating for the BTUs. And, yeah, I was like the manufacturer's dream, like out there promoting their product and, you know... You got um, to have the brand name, don't you? Oh, I don't use it. You know, as soon as you start doing all that, you just get... Then you're putting yourself in the same league as everybody else, and they're just going to compare this box against that box, yep. and then yeah. you can't win that battle. Yeah, good, good one. Of course, now you can, you come to it now that uh, that you realize that that's just a uh, that's just a, that's just something that it's an interesting byproduct of the whole sale is the brand name, and right. you know, whether, whether you use it or don't use it, it all depends on uh, you know if you need to use it or not. It's not, not right. going to be it won't be the thing that turns the uh, turns the turns the tide here. Yeah, the majority of my customers will ask me as I'm leaving, oh, by the way, what kind of equipment is it <laughs> after they've already purchased it? It's, it's funny. I, I do get a – actually, when I used, to sell the, I used to sell the home energy repairs and do furnaces and air conditioning units when I'm selling like a home home energy thing. And, I, of course, I have the best furnace and AC system. And at the end of the sale, I had this one, Rick. They go, but hang on for a second, Joe. I do get a furnace and air conditioning unit with this, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, of course you Of course you do. What do you think? I'm yeah. going to give you a – that's what, that's what you called me out here for. Of course, I'm gonna give you that. Yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah. So keep in mind, uh, you know, to, that those to focus on the right thing is important, and not to focus on the wrong things. But good, good question, Don. That's a very good question. That you know, I don't want people to, I don't want people to go out there and do malpractice and uh, and uh, and burn through customers. That's not what this is about. This is about helping your customer and not not really pressuring. Now, when a customer does say they pressure you, that you're pressuring them, it's it's kind of it's kind of a badge of honor for me when a customer tells me. Like Rick, go ahead and tell me, Joe. It sounds like you're. Joe, I really don't appreciate it. Joe, pressure. yeah, you feel like you're pressuring me. Well, Rick, you know what? I can I stop right now? Can I apologize for a second here? Because sure. you're right. You're right. I think I am pressuring, and I, I I really didn't mean to do that. But can I share something with you? Sure. I mean, Rick, this is going to be a tough job, wouldn't you agree? This is going to be taking all this old stuff out here, putting this new stuff in. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather have somebody like me who doesn't give up and who wants to hang in there when the pressure gets tough? Or do you want to have somebody who just kind of gives up halfway during the sale? Yeah, I know. I, I hear what you're saying. So what should we do? Right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so when somebody, so when somebody does say you're pressuring them, tell them, yeah, because I have a I have a passion for doing this job. And I mean, but, but let me ask you something: Who would you rather have do the job? Somebody who's committed to staying in here even when times get tough, or you want somebody who, when the, the going gets rough and this oil furnace got to come out of here and we're gonna put this new stuff in with the gas piping? It's gonna be a lot of work here and up in the attic with the uh, some of the duck work we're doing here. I mean, you know, it's going to be tough. I mean, do you want somebody who's going to give up in the middle of this job? Because it, it, don't you think that some contractors would give up if it got tough? Hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right. And so, and so, so it, when you stay, when you hang in there, it shows that you're tough. But it doesn't mean that you're going to burn people. But it does show you've got poise and you've got uh, a mental toughness. And that's the kind of person I want working at my house. I tell you that right now. I don't want somebody halfway through a landscaping project kind of walking out the job and saying they'll come back in two weeks. Oh my God! You guys have had people like that work for you, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that yeah. suck? Yeah. That's nothing. Nothing to me. Nothing sucks worse than that. So yeah. anyway, good, it's a good question, Don. Thank, thanks for asking it. Anybody else out there? Anybody else have anything, Don, or or even Don? Anybody else have anything besides this? And this is the next promotion side. 
Excuse me? This is Nick in Oceanside, California. Hi. Hi, Nick. How are you doing? Pretty good. I'm pretty new to the cell situation. Uh-huh. And I've been, I've been using the program, and, I've, and the take-it-away part, usually when I walk into a house, I try to find something I can, you know, visualize, like, you know, if they play golf or they bowl or, like, they're really into cooking or cars or something like that. And usually through, like, like the middle through my the middle through my presentation, I'll stop and ask them, like, oh, I see you like to play golf or this or that. And I give them about a good half hour, and we'll go back and forth about, like, how their scores and whatnot and this and that. And I actually seem to be doing pretty well with that. I've had, a, you know, some good sales, and I've actually had people call me back and, and want to do business with me again. Mm-hmm. Is that, a you know, a good way of, a, to build a rapport with the customers or... Well, building a rapport is important, but it's only important to find out what significance that has or what kind of things that they enjoy. What kind of ho- so they ask questions like, what kind of hobbies do you enjoy? And they go, I like golf. I play golf. Really? Me too. I mean, that's fan. Well, tell me, what's your score and how do you do? And you know, keep, keep it focused on the customer is the main thing. Don't try to talk about yourself in that point. Like, oh, yeah, I was over at the, what do you call it, playing the other day. And, blah, blah. and so don't, talk, don't tell your stories because what happens is, like, you, you tend to one-up them. So make sure that when you do – you do bond in that way that's all customer focused and not focused on you. So that's fine. Now, when you're doing that, uh, one thing to make sure you do is make sure you're using the first name throughout that whole bonding process. You keep peppering that first name in there. So, Nick, when you go hit that on the 18th degree over there, I mean, how do you handle that one dog leg? When it got, I know what you're talking about. That's a tough hole out there. I mean, so, uh, so Nick, how do you handle that dog leg on that? And you keep using that first name over and over and over again. That, that creates more connection. And that does help. To a degree, it's, it's not the whole. It's not the whole thing, because there's a lot of a functional process. Nick, on top of being friendly with the customer and having a bond being created, help that, that all. It's all part of the stew that makes the sale easy. And so, so what you're doing is good. Make sure you make sure you keep it customer focused, and then don't forget to keep the sales process going. Because no matter how friendly you are, haven't you have the incompetent friendly guy too somewhere? You guys, you know, I'm talking about probably like one of your your sales reps who sells equipment to you. Those guys are kind of call them. I'm not saying not all of them, but there's a fair amount of guys who sell equipment on the uh, TM side of uh, stuff who I call kind of friendly incompetence. <laughs> People who like uh, come over and waste your time and talk and take out the lunch and don't really there's really no reason for it. They just kind of want to do that. Rick, do you ever find that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you don't you don't want to be the friendly incompetent, Nick. So you'll make sure that you're friendly and competent, not friendly incompetent. Okay. So, 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 so competent means that you've got a process and you're going to stick with it, and that's the important part of it. So, the, the competent competency of sticking with the system and having a functional outcome, plus being friendly and making friends with the customer, equals easy sale. No doubt about it. I agree with you. Does that, does that answer your question, Nick? Anything else on that? Or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had a couple couple of situations. Usually, when I do that, it's like. I, I I say I'm good, but then we start going through it and like, oh yeah, I, I have a problem with that. You know, what would you suggest? And yeah. I had a, I actually got uh, the fire chief taking me out to play Sunday on, at his golf course. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> that's great. So yeah, you, you, you act like it's oh my god, you must be you must really be good because I could never hit that kind of score. That kind of thing is that's great. Yeah. To, to to be self-deprecating a little bit is the best way to be, and also act act like you're trying to learn from him. Like man, I can really learn a lot from you. Uh, that that's the way to be, no doubt about it. But make sure make sure that your make sure no matter what that your sales process is still going to be functional, ending to it. That if you're going to do this stuff, that you're going to have uh, 
that you're here, let's face it, you're here to get this uh, job sold. You know, and, and we all know the guy. Should, he, should, he should know that, and he should respect it too, because uh, nothing nothing makes me feel better once I see a, a functional salesman, and uh, it's it's a thrill. I'll sit there and watch. I'll sit there and watch a guy who is functional, because it's such such a thrill to watch somebody who knows what they're doing. Because it's so rare to find a good salesperson out there. When I do see one, I just want to I just want to sit down and watch and have a good time and watch watch people like that. But uh, yeah, good good. That's a good uh, question, Nick. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking it. Well, that, that that actually particular customer, I walked him through his whole entire job step by step, and at the end of everything, he looked at me and said, "Can I hug you? Because you're going to make my wife very happy." <laughs> oh my God, that's great! Did you did you let him hug you? <laughs> now that, that's good customer service. Well, I think we're going to keep that as a, we'll keep that as a side. We'll keep that between you and him. I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure how far I want to go with that one. I'm just teasing you, but uh, good. That's that's. That's great. And I tell you what, when a customer says they want to hug you, and hey, Rick, I'll bet you got a fair amount of hugs from customers, haven't you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have, I have. I've had customers hug me before. No, I bet some old women or old, old Yeah, uh, usually old ladies, yeah, we elder, hug me. Elderly, uh, something like that, they'll say, oh, you're so sweet. And it's like, oh, not really. <laughs> you, if you really knew me, you wouldn't think that. But my ex- Come my wife, she'll tell you the truth. My, my ex-wife doesn't think that. Yeah. But, but uh, and odds are, if you're a salesman, you probably have an ex-wife. So no, I'm just teasing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so any, anything else? Uh, anybody else out there? Nick, thanks for thanks for chiming in. And uh, I didn't know you were chiming in from Oceanside, and uh, that's not too far from from us down here, somewhere between San Diego and Los Angeles. So uh, thanks for uh, chiming in. Maybe someday we'll get to meet. Thank you very much. All right. Anybody else out there? Anybody else who's on the line? Let's see what we got here. And what we'll, we'll quick for end it. We're pretty much overtime here, so we're going to call it anyway. But let me see anything else coming through. All right, good. Well, that's it for the hours of, hour of sales bar. Rick, Rick, thanks a lot for joining us. I appreciate it, and thanks for hanging thanks for a little bit of overtime here with us. And uh, no problem. And uh, all right, we'll talk next week then, everybody. Have a have a good evening. Thanks, Joe. All right, all right, guys. Bye. The moderator has disconnected. The call will now end.